JV, my man. What is going on, dude? Well, you know, I threw my annual Christmas party this weekend. You did? You did? This is the uh, first time in a lot of years that we couldn't make it. Could not make it. Well, we'll get to that in a second, man. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, party was awesome. Me, me and the wife and our friends, we throw a Christmas sweater swag party. It's always a, a good time. Man. Oh, yeah, man. Always a good time. Household of people, um, a lot of good cocktails, a lot of good right. food. Music was pumping, a little old school college, like beer pong, flip cup and stuff like that. A lot of uh, Christmas tree cakes and... <laughs> Just a good time, man. Always, Just a good time. Christmas tree cake, man. I, uh, you know, usually you're my beer pong partner out there in the garage. Yeah. And we usually reign supreme mainly because you. You're an icon <laughs> here <laughs> at the party. It works sometimes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Yeah, it is man, what it is, you know. More some, years not some, you're hooping. It's, okay? uh, it seems like it's, like it's, like a. It's it's going away, losing it, losing a little bit. That's that. That's this, getting, uh, getting old. That old that old back, as we we talk about a My lot. My back is still hurting from like nine <laughs> years ago. So, um, but I mean, it was a good time. I did not win a single game in, in beer pong. Um, I did win in flip cup because I'm the master flipper of the cup. I don't okay. know how to say that. I, know, I played like one game of flip cup last year. Was it last year? Or was it just some random? I think it was just a random so party I, you had. So one. I threw a summer bash. That's and what I, and it was. I throw a a winter bash. Yeah, I played one game of flip cup. I did. I, I did pretty good. I know. I, I did pretty good. I know. That's so what I love to hear. Just but one game though. That's I retired. I retired that's after it. that. Like Bill Burry in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. They retiring on top. Got to go ask my knees then. <laughs> so tell me, man. Um, why were you not at um my Christmas party? Yeah. So we had. Uh, band 50 flies. I play bass four. We had a charity event. Oh, um, it's something we do. Uh, it's like a, a quarterly thing. They do so many bands every quarter and then it ends. Every, every one of them is a, a charity event to donate basically toys. And, uh, one we did before was for school supplies and nice. things like that. So, the first one we did was streaming. It's uh, the Hope House is what it's called. You can I remember that, yeah, yeah. You can check that out on uh, YouTube and and look at those videos. So he does like four shows, and then I guess I don't really know how he judges, but he brings the the winner back, and we won ours. I think it's amount of donations during your stream or something oh, dope. like that. Uh, You're so, welcome, by the way. Yeah. So we went back. <laughs> So we went back to this one was the four winners of the streams. And we did a uh another event at Monstercade in Winston Salem. And we raised, let's see, what did we raise? We raised close to I wanna say sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars. Mm. Wow. A uh, bunch of toy donations already. They took all the cash from the show and stuff. We People donated and went to Target and bought a bunch of toys. Good deal. And took a truckload of toys uh, to one of the Drop toys off for locations? Tots locations. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that. I did that for my job. I do have a day, day job, guys. Yeah, um, yeah. I did that on Friday after I left work. 
I met JP for dinner. Okay. Uh, but before that, they were like, oh, yeah, you're the guy with the truck. So can we give you this humongous box full of toys and just, you know, drop it off? Luckily, it was like a mile and a half from the job. So okay. it wasn't like cra- crazy out of the way. Yeah. Um, right there off of Independence here in, in Charlotte. But, yeah, man, it, it felt good. You dropped off a bunch of the toys. And I dropped them at like Scott Clark Honda. They had a humongous tree. There was so many toys for tots, like boxes and yeah. stuff underneath it, man. Feels good, man. Yeah, we feels had, good. So we had toys. Um, basically, all the door money went to buying more toys. Good deal. And then donations over the course of the time leading up to the show. So nice. Always, uh, we always love doing those types of things for the community. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did you rock their faces off? Yeah, there were no faces left. That's awesome. They're all off. It's a damn good time right there, yeah. man. And uh, we have another one coming up this Saturday. Oh. On uh, December 17th at The Rooster in Gastonia. What time? Uh, so, I think we're looking at doors, usually around 7, 8 o'clock. Nice. Uh, that place is open all the time. It doesn't just open like in the afternoons. Uh, but it is Saturday, December 17th uh, with us, 50 Flies, Scar Germain, and Witness Marks. Cool. Hey, team, let me know in our the comments on YouTube or anything else that we have, our social media. Do yeah. uh, you want me to live broadcast this bad boy? It's not like copyright infringement or something. Is that, will that? I, I mean, I technically am part owner of the music, so I think we're okay. All right. Uprock Media is coming at you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm going to rip, I'm going to bootleg this stuff. It, it is another uh, toy donation for Toy for Tots. Dope. So. Doubling up this year. What's the best toy to kind of like drop off? Like what? Like your ideal toy? Just a unwrapped toy of any kind. I mean, well, like if you we, were going into we, Target or something, what would you? I pick took up? a humongous box of Lego. Oh, dude, that's totally your style. <laughs> so it was a it was a big box and then like a medium sized box. Nice. And we're gonna do the same thing for this one. Expect um. Marvel and DC action figures from, from me and the wife. Sounds good. That's what's going down. Sounds good. Uh, while we are in the Christmas spirit, Clyde, I got, oh. some, I got something for you. Wait, you got me, I, you I got feel, me a gift? I got you a gift. I feel I, like, I, I feel like uh, I'm going uh, to keep with the little tradition shit. I have of kind of, as we change seasons, Okay. go into things through the year, I'm going to get you a little something. Oh, wow. Like, you, I feel bad. It's fine. I got you the same thing I got you last year, bro. And that means the world to me, buddy. Just means the world to me. I love it. I love uh, it, man. Gotcha. <laughs> happening Get you right a now. something. Uh, Getting yeah, another we're, mug. We're going to keep up with mugs. So you might need to donate a couple mugs. As yeah, as yeah, the wife is going to have me. Uh, if I'll, another I'll mug. Ta- I'll take this one. Okay. I'll take this one with me. Deal. This one will go home today. And I'll give it to my wife. Deal. Because I don't drink out of mugs, so. This time you got one mug. Uh, here you go. Take a look at that and, uh, bro, <laughs> and, uh, show the the folks on guys. What's going we on got there. the stay golden, <laughs> stay merry, golden girls Christmas <laughs> mug, my man. Uh, bro, thanks, man. That's good stuff, man. Good stuff, dude. I'm actually you about know, to, you know, use it, use it or don't use it. It's up to you. I'm definitely going to use uh, it right now. Let's go. That is that is fresh. Hear that Christmas? That is a, that is a beautiful sound bite. 
Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, thank, thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, Happy sir. holidays, man. I appreciate it. Let's get hey, sip. Let's hey, get Siri, sip. remember to pick Javi up something for Christmas because <laughs> I'm going to forget again. Oh, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Transformers Rise of the Beast, and our Movie of the Week, Gremlin. All right, team. Uh, check out the YouTube page for our full reactions uh, for this week's trailers and a visual of the entire pod. Yes, sir. Good to see these sexy mugs. Not just the Golden Girls. Yeah, that's a sexy mug, too. All right, team. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume sure. 3. According to IMDb, uh, still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe in one of their own, a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. This was a two-minute trailer mm-hmm. chock full of so much stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. Give me your thoughts, brother. Oh, man. Uh, a lot of, seems like a lot of destruction and also death. It was not a, it was not a happy trailer. There's There was like moments, right? Yeah. Um, cause that's just like James Gunn's style where he doesn't, that's the movies in general for, yeah, for, yeah for but like, but like it, it's, these movies are different than every other Marvel movie where like the cookie cutter Marvel movie is like action, 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 drama. Gotcha. We're going to go back to like a comedy bit. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Where he knows how to balance everything. Right. So yeah. it doesn't feel like and nothing feels forced. Mm-hmm. Right. And you feel for these characters. Um, this is a Gamora that does not know the team. Correct. Um, she is from the past. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's the past Gamora. Uh, yeah, we see a little bit of Rocket. Uh, we get more of his backstory, seems like. Um, Adam Warlock. See him oh, popping yeah. up. Uh, William Portner? Portner? William. How do you pronounce his I name? I don't remember how his name what, William P. Will Will P. <laughs> uh, this dude got crazy huge for this movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got jacked. Uh, and he's always been a pretty funny guy. So I'm interesting to see. Will Poulter. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see the character of Adam Warlock because he's kind of, he's a made person, right, in the MCU. Yeah. So... You know, I always see this guy, I think of him as somebody who's going to be funny. You know, I think he's going to end up being uh, that brute strength that they will end up needing for whatever their mission's on. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And I think, um, you know, they, they talk about the end a lot in yeah. this trailer yeah. for these. There's no, with just James Gunn moving to D.C., uh, Warner Brothers, we know that he's ending up, he's ending his time with um, Marvel. Right. 
he's going to hell mad and hopefully bring uh, the John Stewart Green Lantern to life. Yeah. Finally. Um, but man, I, I love these movies. These are the type of movies like we talked about during the Christmas special that brings a different type of Marvel fan out. Right. Yeah. You can't help but to love rocket. He's cute. He's funny. He's an asshole. Yeah. Right. And those are all characteristics that you just love. And that brings in like your wife, my wife, just like, other people who are just like, oh, yeah, I don't really care about Iron Man and stuff. But like yeah. this, though, pff, I can get behind this. Right? People who are a fan of, like, space operas and right. um, Star Wars galore, but doing it like this, though, right? Get, in kinda, the Marvel Universe. Kind of getting away from <coughs> Earth, right? Getting away yeah. from the reality of Earth. Exactly. Going on some adventures in space. Exactly, man. And what's up with our boy uh, Groot, man? He's uh just... Uh, in the gym he, lately or something? Is he middle-aged right now? I don't even know, man. He looks like... Is that we Vin saw, Diesel just in a suit? We saw... I mean, no CGI, no, just Vin Diesel no in a muscle, suit. No muscle suit. No muscle suit. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel, just put this uh, on your head. We saw we saw baby. We've seen teenage. So I'm guessing this is uh, maybe maybe not middle-aged, but... Uh, 20? Whatever those... Uh, Weird years are in between that. Yeah. But the, uh, he was uh, handling every pistol he could find. Everyone? Like, yeah. Yeah, guns Sweet. like T.I., man, you know? <laughs> hey, guys, we got Guardians of the Galaxy 3 here. We'll throw this on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. Are you excited for the James Gunn Trilogy Ender Volume 3? Um, what do you guys think of Adam Warlock? Um, let us know if you're excited. Love to hear it. All right, team, we have Transformers Rise of the Beast. Uh, currently, the plot is unknown, reportedly based on the Transformers spinoff Beast Wars, which features robots that transform into robotic animals. Yeah. Guys, this is directed by Stephen Capel Jr., well-known for directing the second Creed movie. But we have uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Pete Davidson, he played, he voices Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. Davidson. Peter Ooh. Dinklage as Scourge. Obviously, the great, legendary Peter Cullen coming back as Optimus Prime. Right. But this is what I want to talk about, man. We got Anthony Ramos. Um, he was in The Heights. Uh, he was in Hamilton, the original 2015 showing that you can watch on Disney+, Plus, which is awesome. This kid is going somewhere, man. This kid's awesome. Uh, great actor. Want to see him do a lot more stuff, man. But, bro, what I thought the fourth movie was mm-hmm. was you know we're gonna see the um, we're gonna see the 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 rise of the beast, right? We're gonna see right. the Beast Wars in the in the fourth movie, and it <laughs> just was like the dinosaurs, and we only saw them for like seven yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. I know that's expensive to put them longer and longer on screen, but like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, but that was wasn't quite what we what we wanted, right? That was just a little a little piece of what they can do, what they can give us. Yeah. Um, so now we're getting Rise of the Beast. Which did you watch any of the uh, animated Beast Wars? I did. Wait, yeah? wait, like the nineties. Yeah, it was somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, I was all over that, man. Yeah. I actually did not watch, like, 
the '80s original Transformers, mm-hmm. where like I just couldn't. I watched Transformers the movie, the cartoon movie. Okay, gotcha. Where Optimus dies. Um, but spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. If you didn't see that, I mean, also yeah. don't watch uh, the second <laughs> movie. Um, <clears throat> but he comes back to life, guys. It's all good. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I think he does that in these movies too. He does, yeah, he just <laughs> can't keep that man down, nah, bro. Nah. Um, but yeah, dude, I was I didn't watch those. I watched that Transformers the cartoon movie, but Beast Wars was yeah. like on Fox Kids or something yeah. like that, man. Yeah. I was all over that. Yeah, man. It, was good. it was super cool because the visual style was like digital. It just wasn't yeah. like cartoon. It was kind of in between, like right, like a, um. Like a animation, it was kind of when they were pushing into like early better, Pixar, right? Better CGI yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was like early, early Pixar, so man. You could at that point you could get into it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then like Optimus Primal was just super chill. He was just like the most zinned out person, <laughs> but he will go to bat and go to war for his team. Oh yeah, always, man. Oh yeah. So really excited for this movie. Yeah, um, me too. I haven't seen. I mean, I've seen them all in theaters. Like, the last night was absolute trash. Um, still, my yeah. favorite is that 2011 Dark of the Moon, man. Yeah. Just that Chicago takedown was just fantastic. Yeah. Right? What I what I don't want to see out of this one is that, like, military presence, right? Helping out, right? Gotcha. I want to see transformers versus robots versus robots yeah. right i mean we got a pretty good scene there i don't need oh, josh yeah. dumel and and um uh, tyrese? tyrese gibson <laughs> to come through right oh, man, come on i don't need to see these guys right because in reality these guys would get stomped out you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. real quick yeah yeah what it is i mean we did get a good clip of a war it looked like yeah yeah, an all-out like, battle. Like the airport scene in Civil War is what it looked like. Yeah. Every, oh, good gosh. Yeah, just uh, one one side lined up, one other side lined up, and they just... Uh, Going at it, bro. Go, go straight at each other. So. That's what I'm about, bro. <clears throat> My question is... Okay, so just going off of an IMDb pick, yep. that scene where he kind of just like walks out of the vehicle... Mm-hmm. It's Pete Davidson and Anthony Ramos. So Pete Davidson plays. Let's back so the, so that's here. Mirage, the Porsche. Yeah. So he plays the Porsche. And you know what? That's cool that it's not Bumblebee. Yeah. Right? He needs, he needs, a, he needs to take a little, little break. Sometime. He needs to stop for checking humans. Like, you know, he did that. He just gets beat up. It, I mean, he, he, he was hemmed up in this trailer, hands. bro. He just takes the hands. He's a little guy. Time. He's a little guy. He's, I mean, he does work, but. He does work. He he gets some hands put on him quite often. <laughs> and, like, what I also want to see is, like, who's going to be – I don't know. It's – Michael Bay always has, like, that really smoking hot uh, actress that's, like, next to the lead. Yeah. So, like, is, like, Stephen Capel and these this writing team going to do that exact same thing? Man, that's what I'm excited to see here. Yeah, if you go through some of the, the screenshots on IMDb, there's some pretty sweet ones. Uh Showing there's one showing the scene of them like actually in battle, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Bumblebee hemmed up again, but Bumblebee next to <laughs> the, oh. the Cheetar, dude. This is 
I mean, we might yeah, have, that was a sweet screen. That might be my background. That is badass. Yeah, <laughs> that is super badass, man. So yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this one. And like I said, hopefully it is it is Transformers central, not military government, right? Being all involved. Let's just let's just fight it out. Get, let's get yeah, it done. Man, like I, we got and we got to have a human in there to connect yeah. Anthony Ramos there, but. Like I hope it's really scaled back, not like a Witwicky or uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mark, right? Marky so Mark. Marky Mark, right, saving the day. <laughs> Marky Mark is the mechanic, and he's out here yeah. on the front lines, getting dropped in a battle with these big yeah. ass robots. But only him, bro. He's got to get the sword. Yeah. He's the one. Gosh, man. You know, I was expecting him to get into the um, you know, get the flute magic sword thing, <laughs> like in Power Rangers, and, and get into the, to the <laughs> Zord to fight, man. He got the hair and everything. I was ready. I was ready, man. <laughs> Gosh, man. Let, let down, right? Yeah, let it definitely was um, a let down, man. Before we <laughs> before we go and jump into our movie of the week, guys, um, speaking of Power Rangers, uh, a legend. Yes. Uh, Jason David Frank uh, died at 49 last week. Couple week, couple weeks ago, yeah, guys. Excuse, ago, yeah, so, a couple yeah. weeks ago, guys. Excuse me. Um, this guy raised me, man. You know, I I watched him yeah. every every iteration yeah. of like Power Rangers. I was in the movie theater when yeah. he had to fight Ivan Ooze, right? That that whole that whole five <laughs> that was a whole thing <laughs> that, that 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 whole five weeks when he like first got to Angel Grove and basically yeah. mollywopped the entire yeah, Power Rangers, bro. Yeah, he laid that's it down. still like. One of the best, like five episode arcs of all time, bro. Probably, probably the best yes. out of that that series. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, same. I mean, I follow him on social media and all that stuff, and uh, sad, sad the way uh, things go sometimes. But you know, it's one of those things where you don't know what's going on in people's heads, right? Yeah, it sucks. But, but he gave us. Uh, such a great iconic character. Oh, yeah. He he was the Power Ranger. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, brother. Uh, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's uh, give this one a go. Let's give this one a go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, so we are uh, we started out last week with our Christmas adjacent movies yes. uh, with the nice guys. Uh, we're continuing this with Gremlins. All right, guys. Such a good choice. Yeah. Such a good choice. Uh, Gremlins dropped in theaters back in 1984. Just a few other movies that dropped that year. Actually, a really damn good year for movies, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suburbia, 16 Candles, Dune. Oh. The Never Ending Story. Oh, all right. Uh, the Last Starfighter. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it was, um, some good ones. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. Classic, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Starman? I think you have that one. I have that yeah, one. Deal. I don't have it. Um, Purple Rain. Yes. The Prince movie. <laughs> so damn good, guys. So damn good. And the best revenge comedy of all time, Revenge of the Nerds. Mm. I mean, it doesn't age well, but those, for its time. Those genre movies at that time did not age well. No. Not at, at all. all. Not at all. That's not that and like Porky's. You don't want to show your yeah. kids <laughs> those Porky's movies. Is you know the worst. I mean, Porky's is the worst <laughs> movie of all time. But like, 
Yeah, when it was on later uh, yeah, on, on, on HBO. Yeah, yeah you gotta. You, when you're that age, you gotta you gotta check that one out. Definitely. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, Gremlins, <laughs> directed by Joe Dante and written by Chris Columbus. Yeah, Chris Columbus, the guy who brought us Home Alone one and two. Nice. Had a eleven million dollar budget, and the box office brought in two hundred and twelve point nine million. Dude, slammed the and box office. Back. They they got whatever they get from me streaming it over the weekend. Too, yeah, so that's. That's good for jo- them. Joe Dante getting checks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be kind of limited on this cast because there's a lot. Uh, we have Zach Galligan as Billy Peltzer. Phoebe Katz as Kate Berenger. Hoyt Axton as Randall Peltzer. Francis McCain as Lynn Peltzer. Judge Reinhold as Gerald Hopkins. Key Luke as Mr. Wing. Scott Brady as Sheriff Frank Riley. Corey Feldman as Pete Fontaine. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Banks as Deputy Brent Fry. And John Louie as Mr. Wing's grandson. Uh, I did not know, and I hope this is true, Howie Mandel was the voice of Gizmo. Very true. And then we have Frank Welker as Stripe. Nice. Frank Welker. Fabulous voice. Uh, Megatron. All right. Brother. Yeah. Let's get into it, man. Give us that quick synopsis, man. So days before Christmas, a shop owner's grandson uh, decides he's going to sell this small furry creature called a mogwai in the dark back alley to Randall Peltzer so he can be a Christmas present for his son, Billy. And uh, to take care of these creatures, there's three simple rules. Right, Clyde? Three simple rules. Three simple rules. Uh, one is do not expose it to bright lights. Uh, two, do not let it come in contact with water. Three, uh, never feed it after midnight. Uh, the Pelters break all these rules. Every five, single one. Every one of them. Within like five minutes. Yeah, very fast. Uh, but that gives us this crazy, bloody, and disturbing holiday film. Yes. Wild. Yes. All right, brother. So we have, uh, let's start at the top here. We got uh, Zach Galligan as uh, Billy Pelcher, man. This kid is, uh, not even a kid, he's a grown-ass man, right? <laughs> he really Living is, with yeah, his yeah. parents, yeah. Uh, working at the bank. Right? If you're working at the bank, you're not in school. Um, yeah, it looks like you're just at home. And you, you know what it is? I remember he w- was at home because his dad is an inventor, but yeah. not a good one. No, he's not. So he doesn't sell anything. So he works at the bank to help prop up parents. Yeah, like a six six bedroom house, place, whatever. Yeah, humongous, <laughs> right? But maybe you need a downsize. The three of you guys and a dog, okay? Uh, but duh, really dope. And you know yeah. what? Your money went a little longer back in the eighties. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Um, my man, he is the uh, kind of that like wholesome kid. He loves his dog, loves yeah. his family. Um, really falls in love with. Uh, Gizmo, the Mugwai, really early, right? It's just yeah. like they just connect because he's weird, but <laughs> it was just like weird. Like, oh, yeah, give me this. Oh, yeah, thanks for this furry little creature. Yeah, like, it's like no questions asked. I'm like, I don't. Wait, what are these it's rules? It's a little alien, alien fur thing. Wait, Dad, what are these rules? <laughs> I don't have time for this, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yeah, he just kind of is there, and they get along pretty well, it seems like. Uh, they Gizmo, are cute G- together, Gizmo's yeah. pretty chill. Yeah, with uh, him, yeah. They like to sing. They sing together and play instruments, so that's good. 
but yeah, there uh, Billy is just kind of what trying to get into, oh, art, try to get into art school or trying to write yep. a comic, something yep. like that. Yeah, uh, he's just some, he's just a guy. It's the guy that works in the bank. Yeah. So in Kingston Falls, he's our protagonist that kind of leads us through the chaos that ensues, and it's definitely some of his fault. Probably shouldn't have like that you dumb know. kid. Uh, yeah. Feldman around, but it is what it is, <laughs> right? Uh, but with but through his story, when the gremlins arise, yeah, he's the one that has to. Well, his mother yeah. does work she as does, well. She handles business. She yeah. handles business yeah. in, that, in that first scene, man. But um, he's the one that we follow as he takes down these creepy little green creatures. Yeah, um, he's our hero there, but. Definitely, I would have just liked to see a movie with his mom in that house versus all of them. Right. Handle business. She Wipe probably could have won, bro. Yep. I don't know. She Wipe didn't need to call on Vin Diesel. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> all right, man. Let's jump down here to Phoebe Cates here, uh, Kate Barringer. So she also works at the bank, correct? No, she works at the bar. Uh, yes. Right? She works at the bar. Her and Billy are a thing, not a thing, not really a thing in, in here. They're, they're kind of kind of in a weird place. Kind of in a weird place, right? Uh, pretty sure he's in the friend zone. Oh, but, you man. know, it's, it's a place where, where, you know, we end up sometimes. Yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, I've been in the friend zone before. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even with my wife sometimes, I'm in the friend zone. <laughs> it is what it is, it's, right? It's just it's part of life, right? It's part of life sometimes there. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you can tell that there is some like uh, romance between the two, but definitely in, in the friend zone there. But my favorite thing about her is like, and it's the best scene in the movie, right? The big, okay. probably the most like, the most expensive scene is all of them like in the bar, yeah. and she's like serving them still. Favorite scene. Favorite scene. Favorite right? scene in the movie. Yes. And she's like serving them. Team in my notes. Favorite. Yes. Scene. <laughs> and she like serves them. For the entire, like, 15, 20-minute yeah. scene, right? Until she's like, okay, I probably shouldn't be here with yeah. these a-holes. Well, well they, they're starting to get a little little too rowdy, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, like, gunshots being fired and like, stuff. Like, <laughs> little green things. Yeah. Why are you, like, it's just, it was just really cute and great, like, direction <laughs> and, like, writing to, like, she's legit, like, lighting cigarettes yeah. and still pouring, like, drinks and everything. Well, it just was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, they all have personalities. Oh, dude. It's like, they're not oh, just, um... Like crazy creatures, right? They're oh no, they're yeah. definitely crazy creatures. Well, man. they have uh, personality. They have different traits. Yeah. Yeah. So you got like uh, there was a seemed like they had like some that were electricians, some that were mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Some that can rig up booby traps, uh, singers, and all that stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on. My man, just literally like they were playing cards. Yeah. My man <laughs> shot the other guy. Like it was just like yo. <laughs> But, you know, like, that was just a fantastic yeah. scene, man. And, and and Joe Dante's direction with Chris Columbus's script, man. It's weird. It's zany. Yeah. But, like, how everything kind of leads to that bar scene, man, is just awesome. Because <laughs> these guys are basically just running around terrorizing the yeah, entire <laughs> little town um, here yeah, of Kingston Falls, man. But it's just fun. So, her in that bar, just hilarious. How she just stays. She stays. Yeah. She, she, she got to work the bar, man. Yeah, and then they get to, like, a certain point where they're just getting, I guess, too much. Yeah. And then she's like, I got to figure out. I guess she figures out. No, it was when she lit the match, and the one got scared of it. Yeah. 
And then oh. she's like, oh, this is my way out. There we go. Yeah. Light. She was kind of a hostage for a little bit. There. But uh, <laughs> Billy Billy definitely comes through and uh, saves her yeah. from that fiasco, man. <laughs> we got uh, Hoyt Axton as uh, the father, uh, Randall Pelcher. And he is the guy who is in Chinatown and buys the mugwai, gives it to his kid. And then kind of is like, all right, here's your present. I'm going to go to this. uh, Don't do these things. Yeah. (laughs) And I got to go to this convention. You know, one thing I was, one thing I was like trying to figure out myself was like, uh, what, what is after midnight? Like you say, don't feed them after midnight. Does that mean like midnight to like 7am? Don't feed this guy. Is it midnight to 9am? That's, you know what, what's the what's that range there? Yeah, and I've always been like with this movie, I've always been like, what does that mean though? Like, yeah, I have actually like because it's so you know me, I, I like, especially with like my my script writing and everything and things having to make sense, right? Yeah, I never thought about it. I never let it <laughs> never like let bother it. me. And there's a lot of movies that I let stuff yeah, yeah. and like things that happen oh, movies bo- bother me, right? I say it bothers me. It's just like. I'm just, just something I'm like, it's, there's gotta be a range of time yes. to where it's safe to feed this guy. Cause it, Man, if you think about gotta it, have breakfast, right? Yeah. I mean, every sunlight, everything's after midnight until the next midnight. Yeah. True that. So that's, uh, that's my only thing. It, Javi has a gripe guys. It's the only gripe I got. Javi has a gripe there. Just, um, if I ever find one, I need to know that. It's. Please don't bring him we, around here. <laughs> you know, we like brunch. Is brunch cool? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's cool to come to brunch or not. <laughs> we got to bring Gizmo to brunch, man. <laughs> Again, no mimosas for him now, yeah. okay? But all the pancakes. And is syrup okay to get on it? What did you get syrup on him? Is that know. like a, you know, he's sticky. He's not wet. You know what I mean? Very, so. very vague rules. Yeah, just <laughs> so many questions, man. He's sticky, not wet. I need a, I need a, a, a whole our, table of contents our, book on this thing. Here's our title for this week. I'm gonna go ahead and, I'm gonna go ahead and write that down. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rand Pelcher, the dad, is basically like, here. You go, son. Bye. I'm off. In the entire movie, he's just calling home, asking like uh, how his like the wife and the, yeah. and the kid is doing. Right. So he's not. Definitely not around. He's not finding success within. Um, There's a lot of weird stuff going on there at that convention. Yo, man. So it, it definitely was weird. But he, I love how he's does like he's like playing with his little like gizmo toy or whatever in yeah. his hand. And then there's like these actual robots and machines <laughs> that are powering things that yeah. are all around him and talking to him while he's in the booth. Yeah, he's a definitely lot, a, a, a lot happening. Definitely a low level um, inventor yeah. compared to everybody there. All right, man. So I want to talk about our our hero of the movie here, um, Frances Lee McCain, and she is Lynn Pelcher, man. Like, she's a stay at home mom. Yeah, she's baking cookies for Christmas and stuff, and these gremlins are in her house. Yeah, you also got to take it a point how she has to live on a regular basis. Just live with all these inventions that don't work properly Gosh, in her house. Yeah. The, the, the coffee yeah, maker. The coffee maker, the, the egg cracker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, she, like, that's, that's... a lot of patience, man. She does, man. <laughs> she does. 
And you know what, man? It was a different time where it's just like, if it was a woman of nowadays, she'd be yeah. like, you got to get off your ass and yeah, go, yeah. go figure something out, right? <laughs> go get a pay. You can still event, but <coughs> invent on your own damn time. Go right. get a 40-hour-a-week job. Right. Right? But, like, it was a different time where you stand by your man, no yeah. matter how dumb and crazy <laughs> things get. I mean, I don't think the man was broke. May have not been crazy s- successful. Yeah, but more failures than successes, which I mean, if yes. you're invention, I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, but our wives would have already threw that <laughs> broken invention or that half yeah. working invention at our head already. Did you see that wad he pulled out of his pocket when he bought the bought the Margo, uh, bought Gizmo? Had a good day. Yeah, he had had a, had a good day in the mean streets. Fat stack. Oh yeah. Uh, but Lynn, yeah, she's badass. Oh yeah, yeah, she's in the same vein of like Ellen Ripley from Alien. Okay, she's that badass. <laughs> you just gotta man. do what you gotta do, right? I, I totally forgot. Like I saw this movie like in the early nineties. Uh, watched it a few times, uh, obviously throughout the nineties, but I haven't probably watched it since like Bill Clinton's been in office, right? Oh, wow. Um, and I did. <laughs> I don't remember it's a, her. It's a weird going time marker, but that's all right. I mean, he was the nineties president, right? So. You got nineties were <laughs> Will Clinton. Time. <laughs> yeah, they were real time. Early two early two thousands were uh Bush Jr. And then we got the late two thousands was Obama. Kinda how I, I see things in my head, man. Leave me alone, dude. Ah, the Golden Girls, baby. Ah, things are just a more delicious yeah. out of this mug. Yeah. Good stuff. But she was a badass though. <laughs> I have, I didn't remember that she like took down like three or four of, the, of these things, yeah. right? Um, she chops, she chops the one up in the, uh, mixer. Mm-hmm. She microwaves the other one. Right. <laughs> so she's like a badass doing work yeah. in this house. And like, it's just all out of like fear. Right. But she comes to work, right? right? She comes to work to protect her. She's wearing Under Armour right now, right? She's protecting the house, right? Is exactly yeah. what I mean, she's she, doing, man. She had those, uh, death traps right, ready to go too. So. She's been thinking about it for a while, you know, planning and, it out. And luckily, if those are inventions that her husband made, they actually worked. Just gonna yeah, say, yeah, worked to a T there. Yeah, uh, but no, that you're was right. that was really bad at. And then you know what? You're like, all right, well, most of them are are dead. Cool. We got that. That's the movie, right? right. We're good. We got one still on the loose. Spike, um, stripes. Stripes. Is, is, stripes. Excuse me. But, you know, that's basically the movie. Yeah. Uh, like, all right, this is going to be easy. We're going to wrap this up. Um, so she takes out most of them. Just real quick, man. Uh, uh, Judge Reinald as Gerald Hopkins. Uh, complete jerk in this movie. <laughs> quick, quick. He's not in the movie long. Yeah. But he is definitely a jerk who works at the bank, wants Kate. Uh, Kate's not buying it. Doesn't want him at all. Um, but I don't know, man. I like, I like Reinhold as a good guy instead, man. So it was very interesting mm. to kind of see him in this. Uh, we also have Dick Miller. Murray Futterman. This is the guy who knows. <laughs> knows about these things, man. <laughs> He's like the town drunk, right? Right. So nobody believes the town drunk. Yeah. Ever. And he's letting them know 
that hey, these things ex- existed. Um, they're gremlins, and they get in and they mount, make things break, and they just terrorize people. Yeah. And be careful. And the fact that like they are there in his town, just wild, man. And I actually don't like. I thought he when I'm watching it the first time, I'm like, oh wow, hey, they're dead. Him and his wife. I thought in that scene when they run into the that house or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow. I thought that was the. I thought because it was again. I haven't seen this since the '90s, so I was like, oh man, that's that was quick. <laughs> so <laughs> gone. And then we got a whole lot of other characters, man. But but let's forget all about that, man. Yeah. Let's talk about Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this uh, cute furry. It's called a mugwai. Yeah. Which is Cantonese for devil. Says that on the Wikipedia page. I'm going to ride with it, yeah, right? Yeah, let's roll. Um, devil. But my man hates sunlight. Yes. You get water on it's him. lights in general. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, you get water on him. He starts pelting these furry balls out yeah. of his back. That sounded naughty, but these, you know, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. And he and he grows these balls are turned into other mugwais, right? Like siblings or offspring or whatever, right? Yeah, it's almost like. Go ahead, every, give us, go ahead, give us the science term. It's almost like every every time there's another spawn, it's an evolution of something meaner. Yeah. So Gizmo has like six or seven mm-hmm. that come off of him that are mean, but they're not really, really mean yet. No, they're not like mean. They are mischievous. Yes. <laughs> Damn good word. Yeah, because they, they tap the dog, cut the alarm and all that stuff. Uh, they do turn the alarm off. Yeah, then, that is them. And then when they eat, so the water on Gizmo makes those, and then they eat after midnight. After midnight. And but they before, before brunch though. Yeah, yeah, way before brunch. Gotta be. And, they, <laughs> and then they themselves evolve into the real mean ones. Which are the green gremlins. Yeah, yeah. They like and you know, we didn't see that process, right? So all we saw was like them eating. Yeah. And then we saw the cocoons. Correct. Right? And we don't know what Kind of like I would have liked to see that, right? Right. Obviously, eleven million, you know, million. You don't yeah. really get yeah. to like see that and stuff like that. Some things you got to kind of just believe. Yeah. But they're these these little mugwise, and they turn into this big ass like green nasty egg thing. Yep. That is creating this gremlin. Mm-hmm. And at this point, uh, these are the bad guys. Yeah. Right. You're not really scared of. These little mugwai things, you're afraid right. of these gremlins. Because they go from cute to ugly real quick. Ugly, disgusting, yeah. um, dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Uh, hilarious, but in the bar scene and everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but definitely uh, dangerous there, man. Yep. So we do have uh, Frank Walker as Shripe, who is kind of like the, the leader, right? He's the last one. He's the one who like tr- uh, kills the high school uh, science teacher. Yep. He's the one who uh, 
basically rips open Billy's like hand or arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's the one who goes to the YMCA, <laughs> ends up in the pool, <laughs> creating so many offspring. Yeah. And that's when the town just went to crazy yeah. with everything. Um, and that's where like the chaos really resonates. Here. We talked about the bar scene. We talked about them in vehicles and <laughs> um, brakes being, you know, messed up and mm-hmm. uh, them just being in people's like Christmas trees or whatever. Remember running around Christmas time and everything. So um, it's just the town is just fall silent and like just <laughs> this wildness is happening, man. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of blood. It's built in this it's town. A, it's actually a very violent yeah. movie, man. Yeah. And then you got these guys exploding and getting, you know, putting mixers and stuff and splattering everywhere. Yes. It's a, it's gross. Yes. It's gross. It's a fun time. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. My, my, my mom <laughs> let me watch this when I was a kid. So, very cool. Yeah. Um, But the uh, Howie Mandel as the noises of Gizmo. Yeah. Just wild, man. Um, yeah, he was famous for being in Little Monsters, is what that was. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. It's a good movie, too. All right, man. Let's talk about just the uh, look and feel of this movie, man. You know it was done on, like, a backlot set of uh, Warner Brothers. Oh, you yeah. can just definitely j- j- just tell, right? Yeah, yeah. You're working on an $11 million movie. We're not going to film this at where Christopher Columbus filmed, like, um, Home Alone, right? Or, right. You know, this is definitely on the back line. And then you can feel that. Um, it's still fun. Mm-hmm. And it kind of engulfs you in everything where you're like, all right, it is what it is. It's I can tell that right away, but uh, I'm still enjoying this movie. It's, just, it's the, the Christmas magic. It is it the is. Christmas magic. Yes. Correct. Yes. So, uh, but I do like this little town, man. This little town is, like, cute. Uh, I guess, like, his dad was in Chinatown, so I'm guessing Chinatown, New York. So if his dad is in Chinatown, New York, I'm guessing that Kingston Falls is somewhere in maybe upstate New York, I'm guessing. Maybe. Right? Just a guess. They don't really ever say where it is. Right. Uh, but there is a YMCA, so it's got to be somewhere, I don't know, in the world. Um <laughs> What is dope, man? I do like the Christmas magic, right? Where this is less about Christmas and more about the, the about like Christmas is just a setting, so right? What they use man. It's really uh, Shane Blackian from like the uh, other guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and basically Lethal Weapon and stuff. Where right. just Christmas is just a setting for all this mayhem. Yeah. Um, but it just looks cool, man. Like the mom in there making cookies and then having to fight the thing out of the Christmas tree. This is really cool, man. There's something special um, about, you know, a Christmas time setting yeah. that just feels magical, but can also feel dangerous at the same exact time. And that's why, like, Lethal Weapon is great. That's <laughs> why Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is great. Right. Um, you know, that's why this movie is just what it is, man. Just yeah. fun. We also had kind of a little bit of a Grinch, uh, Miss Deagle. A little bit of a yes. Grinch. She got slung out a window. Yeah, so she did she, not she make got, it. Yeah, she, her, she got her come up. It's real quick, real fast. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> All right, brother. If you have nothing else, man. Uh, music. Okay, music. Real quick, man. Um, <laughs> that this like Gremlins movie like 
theme song or whatever, the dun 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 It's iconic and it's been in my head since I watched this movie Thursday night. It's just there. That's great. It's just there, man. And I think it's called like Gremlins Mega Madness or something like that, man. It's just a fantastic tune. Let's see. And just fun. The the Gremlin Rag? Something like that, yeah. Oh, no, Gremlin's Mega Madness. Yeah, yeah, that's like their, the theme. Yeah. Their theme song, you know. That's great. Like Superman has his, has his theme, you know. Yeah. Th- they have this. Who actually was the composer here? I usually, After I watch a... Uh, Jerry Goldsmith. Like a, a DC movie, like I watch Batman vs. Superman. And the the theme clip for Wonder Woman, yeah, that like distorted guitar, that junkie XL dude, dude. oh so good, so good, like iconic man. Yeah, that one sticks in my head a lot. I I don't think they used it as much in the second Wonder Woman movie, man. I think I wish, yeah, yeah, they really because that's so iconic, man. That could have followed her forever, but. No yeah. man, but yeah, the this uh the Gremlins uh madness is just a fantastic tune, man. It's just fun, kind of creepy at the same exact time because yeah. every time you hear it, you're just like, <laughs> where are they at? Where are these little <laughs> effers at? Right? Like where are these guys at? So, yeah. All right, man. If you have nothing else, brother, we can jump into a theme here. Let's go. Really simple. Uh, I feel like it. I feel like it's a pretty simple thing. You probably should follow directions and not get your kid a strange, unknown pet for Christmas. PSA. Uh, especially when your kid is kind of a screw-up at first, right? He brought his yeah. dog in, almost got fired from, you know, so you're his father. I hope you know about your, right. your kid, right? Um, the dog's you great, too, by the way. Probably, oh, yeah, do- dog's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably should not get him another pet. He already has a dog. But, yeah. like, also, what compelled you to look at this thing and be like, yeah, this would be perfect for my son. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like father should find a random creature you never heard of before and just be like, seems like a good pet. Yeah, man, you're not going to do a single Google search on this thing, man? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Like, you're just going to listen to it? And this kid is like, because, you know, the, 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 the grandfather's like, no, yeah. you cannot have him. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. Not, you're not ready. Nobody's ready. And the kid is like, Grandpa, we gotta have a, we gotta have some, some yeah. funds, man. Yep. Tired of eating, eating damn egg rolls every day, man. Trying some steak and lobster yeah. one of these nights, bro. Surf turf, yep. Yeah. So they do the back, you know, they do the deal in the back alley. It gets <laughs> like the mugwai. Yeah, like our kids, son. like just go right back. Yeah, yeah I got. Don't worry about him. He gonna be asleep, man. Yeah, man. Matlock, come on, a couple minutes, yeah, yeah. bro. We are gonna be all right. <laughs> Make this. But yeah, you probably shouldn't get your kid something that he cannot yeah. take care of. Agreed. All right, team. So that is our conversation about 1984's Joe Dante's Gremlins. JV, talking about your thoughts and your rating. Excited to hear this. Yeah, um, we're going to go with a four out of five buckets of popcorn on this one. Nice, nice. You know, I love this movie. This is uh, These Gremlins movies are a fun watch. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but... I don't think it's a type of Christmas movie for everybody. It's not. Uh, especially, like, you know, I really enjoyed Violet Night. Yeah. That's not for everybody. Nope. It's not going to be for for people who 
really enjoy the you know, the way Christmas is about nice things. These are not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it was a fun movie. Uh, the The practical effects for this thing was pretty awesome for a time, I thought. With just it really all, was, man. All the gremlins, the way they interacted. They were so... Uh, they had a lot of personality. And right? free moving as well. Yes, yeah. Um, so, you know, if everybody's cool with seeing some some blood and gore for a Christmas time movie. This one's uh this is a good one. Yeah, this is our own little season beatings, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Gremlins. What about you, man? Yeah, man, I'm right there with you, brother. This gets four buckets of popcorn from me, man. Um I have loved this movie since I saw it uh in the nineties. Still yeah. I've thought about it, and I don't know why the hell my mother let me watch this. Um, <laughs> it scared the crap out of me, but it yeah. was like, but it was just like a fun scare, mm. right? And it was just like made me kind of always look under the bed, look yeah. in the closet, look in the cupboard, you know, just yeah. see like okay, uh, and always around Christmas, always only around Christmas. And one that uh, another movie that falls in line with these for me too. It's not necessarily a Christmas movie, but you ever see Critters? Yeah. Kind of same concept. Yeah. Yeah. So as I was growing up, I always used to get those two confused for a long gotcha. time. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I do know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's first film role was in Critters 3. Really? Yes. Yes, yes. 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 Awesome. A little, little knowledge there, there for you. Go. Drop it. Drop um, it. But yeah, man. This is uh, just a fun movie. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, you know, we talk about movies that hold up well. Uh, it keeps us in that nineteen, you know, that that mid eighties kind of look and feel and style, and it's mm-hmm. just a fun movie, man. Yeah, it has so much rewatchability, right? People can watch "It's a Wonderful Life" every Christmas. You can watch Gremlins, <laughs> right? Yes, so good. Agreed. It's just one of those, is you know, we're doing these movies where it's just like off, off Christmas, Christmas type movies. Yeah, right? we're just using that Christmas setting, and these are sometimes even better movies than. Um, legit like Christmas movies. Yeah, right. We're just using that Christmas setting to, to tell a story, man. So, all right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through Gremlins. Next week, we'll be discussing the third installment of the Ice Cube franchise. Friday after next, and that's streaming on HBO Max. Like always, guys, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.